My name is Emily Bichand, and I am graduating from Champlain Park High School. Next year, I'll be attending Loyola University Chicago, and I plan to double major in Spanish and biology, and then hopefully become a physician's assistant. So almost everything I know and am used to is about to change. I mean, I would like to say except for my faith, except I will no longer be going to Prince of Peace. I will no longer be a Sunday school teacher. And I'm a very routine person. I wake up at the same time every single day. I do the same exact routine to get ready. So this is very nerve-wracking. But I've gone through change before, and yes, somehow I made it through. So my faith is the, definitely the main thing that keeps me sane and keeps me on my routine, which is, like I said, very important. So every Sunday since I was little, I've been going to church. And we've changed churches once when we were really little, but then we went to a Catholic church around here. And of course, you know, I thought I knew who God was and that we had some connection. But then in sixth grade, I was riding the bus and all the little girls, well, I guess I was little then too, but all the girls were talking about how much fun they had at church. And so a couple months went by where every Wednesday afternoon they would talk about carpooling and then Thursday morning would come and they would reminisce on the night and all the fun they had. So then finally, Clara said, Emily, why don't you come to church with us? And I was like, of course, yes, 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 no questions asked. But really, what teen would say yes to going to extra church? Not sure, but I did. And that night I went to Axis was so much more important than I knew at the time. I fell in love with Prince of Peace. There was a game show, and we talked about school and sports and friends and God, and I just felt at home. So I went home, and I told my parents, they have to go to church to Prince of Peace on Sunday. There's no questions asked. It was the best place I've ever been. And just like that, after one Sunday service, they fell in love too. But it didn't just end there. We'd been going to Prince of Peace for probably a year or so, and my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. And in all my anger and sadness, the community at Prince of Peace gave me a breath of fresh air, a chance to say, why would God do this? Why, why, why? This is not fair. And the reason that that is so important is because Natalia came to us and said the exact same thing. She said, I don't know why God is doing this, but there's a reason, and it'll all be okay. And I was like, oh, my pastor's thinking the same thing I am. Sweet. And I've loved that. And with that, it just kind of made you realize how much everyone here just cared about you. And during that whole journey, every single person in this church would give you a hug and smile at you. And it just was so much more comforting than anyone can even know, unless they've been through that and then felt the love that Prince of Peace gives. And then the following summer, Prince of Peace really, really tested my faith. I had the opportunity to go to the Boundary Waters with my youth group. I was thrilled. I mean, nervous, but thrilled, because once again, it would screw up my routine of what I normally do. Um, yeah, I didn't really know what to expect, so I was a little bit stressed, because like, I like to know what's happening. But our whole confirmation group was going, and our leader was going. And when it came time to leave, I was very scared. I didn't want to leave my mom. I didn't want to leave my sister. But there was the van sitting at Caribou Coffee, and everyone's there. Oh, have so much fun. Well, you can't back out then. So I went, and we were there for one week. There's no electronics, no phones, no service, no nothing. And on top of that, it rained. It rained like every single day. 
And I don't know if you've been to the Boundary Waters, but it's everyone says, it's so beautiful. You'll love it. It's like a piece. Oh, God. I did not have that experience. It was miserable. It, I mean, ask anyone that went. I was ready to leave on, like, day two. Like, crying, screaming, please let me get out of here. But somehow, I don't know, on, like, the last day, I was like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing place ever. I'm ready to come back. Because you do. You feel so connected to everyone you went with. And there's just God. And I, trust me, the first five days I thought they were insane. I was like, God is not here. He would not do this. But you leave and you just feel so connected because there's nothing. And it was such an important part of this journey. And I felt so connected that without that, I don't know. If you want to go, you should really go. I mean, I went and I'm pretty sure I had to have the worst weather there possibly could be. And I still liked it. But then Prince of Peace gave me even more opportunities to grow my faith. I became a Sunday school teacher, which I loved. I absolutely loved it. The kids are so funny. Sometimes they ask you questions, though, and you look at them and you're like, um, not exactly sure. But they, they always like your answer. And they're like, oh, really? And you're like, yeah, sure. But most importantly, uh, I don't know if Larson's here today. They gave me FCA, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes at our school. And it is the coolest organization. It's where athletes that are also Christians meet, and we meet once a week on Tuesday mornings, and you rotate giving devotions and speaking, and it just connects you. Because I go to Champlain Park. It's a huge school, and you just don't feel close to everyone without this small group. And I went there for all four years, and it was the best part of my morning. And I wouldn't have known about it without Prince of Peace saying, you should join this. And Abby Farrow brought me freshman year, and I was like, oh, it's so early. But now at this point, it's the best part of my week. So now, as I get ready to leave everything I know and go somewhere where I don't know anyone, have no idea really what to expect, I think back to all these times when I was challenged and given opportunities and I took them, but they were all good because God has a plan, and I believe that, and he will get me through. He got me through the Boundary Waters. He got me through three years of Sunday school. I'm pretty sure I can handle a lot at this point. And I just know that while everything's about to change, and my faith may look a little different because I won't be at Prince of Peace, I know that it'll continue to be strong and will never leave me. Can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> um, so my name is Bailey Masakati, if you didn't know that. Um, so I've been up here for many reasons. I was baptized right there, and I think in that baptismal font. It, I could be wrong, but I'm not really sure. Um, I had my first communion right here. Um, I was confirmed over there a little bit. And in between those major milestones... In my faith story, I've been here up here for Pops Camp pictures, unfortunately funerals, receiving new Bibles, and my personal favorite Christmas programs. And now I can add this to the long list of things I've done right here as part of my faith story. Graduation is a major milestone in our lives. For many of us, it's an ending to a somewhat amazing 13 years, but importantly, it's a stepping, it's a stepping stone to the rest of our lives in the real world. Next year, I will be attending Winona State to pursue a degree in nursing, 
and I'm hoping I can take the things that I've learned here and share them on my endeavors. I feel like my calling has always been to help people. As I was preparing for today, I was having a bit of a writer's block, so I did what any other person would do, and I googled faith story jump starters. <laughs> um, my favorite one that I came across was, if you could have one faith su- faith superpower, what it, would it be and why? Um, I'd like to think that I already kind of have one, and that is my huge heart and compassion to help others. Hence why I want to be a nurse. I feel like I, I related this to our scripture today in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. It talks about how you receive the strength to spread the word of Jesus. I utilize my superpower of compassion to help others to spread the word of Jesus. I participated in many of the mission weeks, or I have participated in many of the mission weeks we have here in one of the mission trips. This is how I like to especially utilize my strength to spread God's word of love by helping those in our community and outside of our community. The mission trip last summer in South Dakota was a very good and memorable experience. Listening to their stories while we helped them or just playing with the kids was an incredible experience that I'm so happy I got to be a part of. Even though I did acquire some not-so-nice friends named Lice, Uh, There is a silver lining to the life situation, and I learned an unintentional lesson. Something I will never forget from that trip is what our counselor Haley said to try and make me feel better about the lice and having to sit for an hour with mayonnaise in my hair. And the people on that trip just got had too much fun with that. (laughs) Um, And she told me that I love those kids so much, and I was so close to them that their lice friends decided to jump into my hair, and only my hair out of everyone on that trip. I never got the chance to tell her that that really meant a lot to me. It felt really good to know I helped those kids and have some f- and make them have some fun and smile. And I really felt my superpower shining that day. Weirdly, it's how I strive to live every day since. It's weird to say my motto is to love so- my neighbors enough so if they had lice, it could jump into my hair. But it works for me because that feeling I felt that day was life-changing, and I felt like I did all that I could to help. I'd just like to make sure I highlight that I obviously mean my motto is my motto figuratively and not literally because I've had my fair share of lice and just please never again. <laughs> my faith from that trip grew tremendously because I got to see how God's love shines through people who have a really different lifestyle than I do and how it can shine through something as small and gross as lice. On top of of mission weeks and trips, I've also been a big part of Pops Camp for the past two summers. My calling to help others is especially strong when it comes to kids. I have so much fun hanging out with them, and I wouldn't trade how I choose to spend my summers for anything else. Even though I'm the one teaching them about the Bible, they open my eyes to things and teach me things about my own faith. So I believe that every day my faith grows deeper. Graduation feels like an end, but it's also when we are sent into the real world. Our friends and family have to hope and trust that they taught us the right things to achieve all that we want to in this world and be the best people we can be. I would like to thank a few people that have played a huge part in my faith story up until this point. My parents and family for supporting me in my faith. Brent and Katie. Sorry. I knew this was going to happen.
French and Katie for being the best youth leaders ever. Our revolution leaders. <laughs> I can't look at my family right now. <laughs> Why did we choose to sit in the front like eight years ago? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Our revolution leaders for hanging out with us on Wednesdays and every child who has come to Pops Camp in the past two summers. Those kids are amazing and they've shaped my ways, my faith in ways I've never, I never thought little children could. To wrap things up, graduation is a scary and exciting thing all in one. It's a time where us seniors ask ourselves, will I achieve all my hopes and dreams in this lifetime? I believe that God has a plan for us, and his plan is that you will live the best life you can. You can ever live. My next milestones in my faith story might not happen literally right here, as my past ones have, but I trust that he will give me the strength to achieve all that I want to in my lifetime through the love and compassion of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emily and Bailey. A lot of wiping of the eyes when I look out there. Right there with you when uh, it's a little bit of a high wire act to put teenagers up in front of everybody for an extended period like that. So I asked Brent, who was on the roster this year, and when he told me, uh, Emily and Bailey, I said, oh, well, we, I'm not surprised at all. What a blessing. Uh, not just uh, thoughtful uh, reflections upon your, your time as a part of this community of faith in Christ, but both of you a deep and personal and vulnerable witness to this unending adventure of being a follower of Jesus, a uh, part of the community. So as we always emphasize uh, when we confirm you, uh, we emphasize again this morning that uh, you graduate from high school, but not from Prince of Peace. Uh, we send you out as deployed ambassadors of the good news uh, that we celebrate here uh, week after week, year after year. And uh, boy, are we proud of you, all of you. Uh, let's stand and we'll echo. We have been to be salt and light We have been called Shine in the night We have been called Step up and fight We have been called Lay down our light Let us now forget that you are with us, not forget you'll never leave us, even in the storms of 